kind of person that buys organic without knowing what on earth it means? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's gather some sand, make some mirrors, grab your knitting needles, a blanket, because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, along with Christian. Welcome to Patchver. And Josh. Welcome to Patchver. Now, before we get started, Dion, Josh and I have something to bring to your attention. Oh, no. And I'm jo- adopted. <laughs> and Josh went to some lengths to uh, cut this little package together for you. If you will remember a couple of patches ago, you were a little bit ill. Yes. Bit blocked up, weren't you, Dion? Yep. Yep. I was. And what you subjected Josh and I to <laughs> is quite frankly rude. <laughs> And disgusting. Oh, God. Let's have a little listen. Oh, God. <clears throat> <laughs> On that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so that was it throughout the whole episode. Oh, God. Occasionally, Dion hocking. Wow, that was really evidence throughout the whole episode. It's about four clearing of throats there. Clearing um, of throats. I have I have been told that the way I clear my throat when I'm sick is disgusting. I, has it has been feedback that's been given back to me. What I found most disgusting about it, if I can cast my mind back, <laughs> was that you had a box of tissues and you would hock and then spit into the tissue. <laughs> but so, what do you do in that situation, Christian, when you're getting phlegm? What do you do? You just swallow it? Yeah. Are you serious? You swallow your phlegm? Do you think that that's making you sicker? No, I just think it's disgusting. If you're coughing up, uh, maybe maybe you've never been properly sick before. <laughs> it's your body trying to get rid of it. You should get it out of your body. Yeah. It's yeah. not like it's not like you should ingest it again. What's, I'm not like an animal that poos and then eats its own poo. Hang on There's a second. There's no animals that do that. <laughs> Are there animals that do that? That eat their own poo? Yeah. Absolutely. What, what, like what? What's an animal that eats its own poo? A dog. They don't eat their it's own poo. It's a three-letter animal. It's <laughs> the most common one. Do you, I guess cats eat their own vomit. I'm assuming when you vomit, when you vomited when you were 15, when you were drunk, yeah. you went you went back in and yeah. ate it all up. It up. <laughs> we can forgive you, Dion, for being sick. And I think it's important that everyone does realise that if we're going to keep up a schedule of releasing these fantastic podcasts every two weeks, sometimes we have to record in inconceivable conditions. In sickness and in health. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, yeah, Dion, you were sick and we recorded anyway because all three of us just really genuinely love doing this show together. Yeah, and we'd all love for it to be a bigger part of our lives, which brings us to our announcement. We are starting a Patreon. Yeah. Um, Patreon is essentially, it's a subscription service where, where people can support creative artists. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of weird to talk about though because... It's essentially saying, hey, this thing that we produce that we love doing, um, we think it's good and uh, we think it's worth money. Yeah, and and we know that everyone's not going to be able to afford uh, to give us money every month. That's completely fine. Patchwork is going to be exactly the same. You'll still receive episodes for free through the exact same channels and uh, it'll just really help us grow and bring you more content and I don't know, let's see what... Where Patchwork can go. Yeah, and if you did want to support us, um, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome to Patchwork. So, as you guys mentioned, I was sick a couple of weeks ago and I was out with some friends and I really didn't know what the hell to do. You know, it's that sickness where you can take Panadol, you can sleep and that's about 
about all you can do. You were just drained. I was just drained. Depleted. I was, I was depleted. Yeah. Have you got another word find, I can... Had to find a charger. Had to find a charger. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one girl said, hey, I've got these tablets that are like this miracle, miracle herbal medicine tablet. So she went out to her car and grabbed me six of these big green, dark green looking tablets and I took a few of them and it didn't have any effect on me. And she was absolutely sure. Do you, do you have any idea what these might have been? Did I just she take them out of, out of like a bum bag or something? Have <laughs> <laughs> some suddies on, did she? A lot of cash. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had no idea what these things were. But it made me think, my God, this must be such a massive industry that people buy into without actually knowing what the hell all these herbal medicines are. So you see on like herbal medicine ads, the, the, the kind of wording that's used, it's it's may also help, supported by, help helps <laughs> relieve, may be useful. And I wanted to know if you guys have ever taken any herbal medicine that you swear by. Christian? Uh, I don't swear by any herbal medication, no, but I did, I did uh, buy into one for a very short period of time. What was it? And it happened to be my hairdresser who got me onto it. <laughs> oh. um, so, so I was discussing with my hairdresser how at the time I had some tonsillitis and it kind of comes and goes and I have a sore throat occasionally. And he said, oh, you know what's great for that? It'll get rid of it straight away. Take some olive leaf extract. Uh, he encouraged me to take it because he was saying, well, oh, when I go out on the weekend and I just have heaps and heaps of cigarettes and my throat hurts, I just I just have this and it gets rid of it. It completely helps it. Really glad he's a health nut there smoking yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. And that was it. That, I started taking it and it did absolutely nothing. And I thought to myself, mate, just stop smoking. Yeah. Stop taking <laughs> stupid shortcuts to making yourself feel better. Did you Did you decide to take up smoking in order to see if it actually had an effect on you? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Because isn't a lot of it with a lot of those herbal things, placebo effects huge? Yeah, I would think so. I would think it's a huge placebo effect. Josh, I reckon you're the last person in the world, maybe behind me, that would take that sort of herbal medicine. Just from probably from last patch, we learned from a cost perspective is probably the main reason <laughs> it's why very you're expensive, taken. isn't it? No, I've never really taken herbal stuff. The only the closest I've ever come is more supplements, like actual mineral supplement kind of stuff. Oh, so you take mineral supplements? Wait yeah, as opposed to like herbal. No, I don't. Really? But I, I, that's the I had I used to have Centrum for a few years oh, when I was like amazing. at school. I love okay, so this I is love exa- the blurred line here. Well, it was complete from A to Z. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> had everything I needed. So Did you, you actually- read every letter? <laughs> So you actually you so this is great. So you had Centrum. Why on earth did you have Centrum? Because mum and dad bought it and was in the and they said you should have these every day. And I went, no problem. That's exactly the same reason that I used to have them growing yeah. up is because they were there. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, ne- I never bought it as an adult. I guess because I have medical professionals in my house and your parents sort of a more blue collar than white collar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess that there's always been this thing that everything you put in your body has to be, you know, has to be supported by evidence. But like Centrum, who who is the celebrity behind Centrum? It was Rob DiCostella. Robert Robert DiCostella. Yeah, the marathon runner. Yeah, a, a very old marathon runner. And then who does Swiss? Ricky Ponting, a cricketer. Who are these people? Like, as if Ricky Ponting took. Sorry, Swiss who are these the... people? No, but they're as... both very decorated sportsmen. That's yeah, who they are. But as if they, as if they took Centrum and Swiss throughout their whole careers. Robert De Costello was running in the fifties. There's no Centrum <laughs> in the fifties. There's nothing. It was just A to D at yeah. his stage. <laughs> are you saying they didn't have the other letters of the yeah. alphabet <laughs> in the fifties? It was incomplete from A to D. Yeah. <laughs> when, when did you stop taking them? Oh, kind of. I guess when I left home. 
And well, you, I, did, I don't know. It wasn't like a, a moment where I'm like, I'm not having it anymore. It's like, I think the last bottle ran out and never got replaced. Is, is that when you started having those bags under your eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian, what is your key to a healthy lifestyle then? Because presumably... You're asking me, the person you make fun of for being fat. <laughs> presumably all you need to do is eat well, eat yeah. minimal meat, heaps of veggies. You should be fine, right? My grandfather lived to 99. He never drank wine, never did exercise, and never took Centrum. That, Dion, <laughs> shut, he a, Dion, he was a marathon shut, runner. Shut though. up. Why? Shut up. Why? That, that is not... What are you advocating? Not doing anything in your life and you'll live till 100? No, what no. I'm advocating is that genetics plays a massive part on the, in the longevity of your life. Yeah, and so does the way that you live your life. Not necessarily. Yes, yes, necessarily. But yes. He, but he didn't live particularly well. So what? He was the lucky one but so maybe i'll be the lucky one you're certainly not the lucky one christian <laughs> it is a little bit anecdotal but there's nothing wrong with that like yes it is, it is, it is your family but i think Dion's point is more so that if you don't treat your body like shit you'll probably be okay i think that's more you're yeah. getting at the idea that yeah. you don't need to do all these health kicks and do all this extra stuff necessarily yeah. but so long as you don't treat your body like shit you'll probably manage totally. to be all right yeah i agree everything in moderation the thing that annoys me the most about fad diets and people kind of uh, getting healthy are just just the amount of shortcuts people try to take yeah and i have been guilty of that as well like did you get into the shake craze no i was never a shake monster but (laughs) (laughs) i was never shake al halal (laughs) but but the thing um the, the thing that always got me especially was having my tech right. So by that, I mean, I had to have the wireless headphones. I had to have the iPhone armband. I had to have the right skins. And all these things got in the way of me actually exercising. What was it like? Well, I can't do that until I get this. I can't do that until I get this. And I remember I ordered my wireless headphones from the States. So it took four weeks. So it was just like four weeks of me being like, yeah, I'm really ready to go for a run now. And then then once you (laughs) get the stuff, then you come up with another excuse. Too cold, too hot. Yeah, yeah. You have to. The key is for everyone, leverage a friend's motivation. (laughs) Oh. That is the way that I found the best way to get into running is to find a friend who is motivated and force them to force you to get out of the house. That's so true. That's such a good way. Like even at uni in terms of studying, if you could pair up with someone who was more intelligent than you, worked harder, that's such a good way of motivating yourself. Well, that's like the only time I've ever really exercised in my life was when I played uh, men's netball for Victoria and we had training. We had training. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that so funny? We had fitness training. So we had training twice a week. One was like tactics and gameplay. Sorry, I'll tell you why it's funny. Because you could have said when I played men's netball, full stop. Yeah, it's very no, interesting. No, because I've played men's netball outside of that. Yeah, but it's very interesting you put in the Victoria bit, didn't you? I was in Resi 2s, so I wasn't in the best team, <laughs> Resi if you must know. Yeah, It's a statement of fact. Anyway, it was official enough and important enough that we had training twice a week. Can, can I just pick you up on that, that statement? Josh <sighs> sighs, a big sigh. That statement of fact, that's not that's not a defense to anything. If I, if I um, reference a celebrity friend, I could also say that's a statement of fact. <laughs> What am I meant to say then? It, 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 I was actually going to reference a friend I know that okay. plays in a Victorian netball All right, team. no, I'll, I'll rephrase it. I'll rephrase it and see how good it is. Uh, the only time I've ever really exercised in my life yes, was at Josh. one point when I was playing men's netball. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the story... Is that better? No, the story doesn't stop, but yes, it is better. And so, we was training twice a week... And the, you might want to know why there was training, because it was for Victoria. Um, 
<laughs> and so one was fitness and it was like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm actually doing fitness. So we'd, you know, we'd go, you do running and, and oh. so you're drills you, and stuff. You actually train at a professional level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, but it was more, it's more, it's more amateur though, wasn't it? it was, but it was more the idea of like what Christian, <laughs> what Christian was saying about leveraging a friend. It was like, no, you go yep. with your team and yep. you're all there yes. and you're pushing each yes. other to run and finish that thing. Yep. And I was, and I saw a massive improvement in my fitness. While we're, while we're still on the topic of Robert DiCostella and his fun <laughs> runs and being fit, Josh, you did something the other day which really, really offended me, and I I was waiting for the podcast to really okay. air this out. Well, Dion knows what it is because he's laughing, he's having a good chuckle. Dion, help me out here. Sure. You <laughs> were generous enough before my ten-kilometer Australia Day run to say, <laughs> "Hey, Christian, good luck for the run." Yep. Josh, what was your response? I just I just questioned. Good luck for a fun run. Not not. Good luck, Christian, or hey, uh, I hope you perform well. No, it was good luck for a fun run, question mark. Yeah. What What did you take issue with, Josh? No, because it's a fun run. You're not competing against anyone. This is great. You're just running around. Like, if it was what do you mean you're, you're just <laughs> running around? Yeah, no, if it was a marathon and it's like, oh, you're competing against people, good luck, Christian. Absolutely, I'm wishing you good luck. Okay. A fun run, there's nothing at stake. There's nothing on the line for you. So we don't you, need the luck. So would you wish... <laughs> So, <laughs> so would you wish someone doing an amateur performance on stage good luck before their show? Yeah, Absolutely. What, what What's the competition there? Who are they competing against? Uh, but they, they could stuff it up and make an idiot of themselves. And you want them to have a good performance and perform well. Just like I may not have finished the 10 kilometers, which is what Dion right. was saying good luck for. Christian, no, he wasn't. Christian, I hope when Josh is playing for Victoria, the amateur <laughs> league, you never wished him good luck. So I have a weird thing that every time I play netball... I shake the hand of my opponent before the game. I'll shake your I'll hand. Shake your oh, hand. before. And I don't wish them good luck. I say, good game. I don't I don't want to give them luck. I'm like, have a good game, but I'm not giving them the luck. Good game. Wow. Good game. That, that is that doesn't even make sense, like to say good game. But it's like, like, have a good game. But I don't think it's resonating with him at all. He's not going, I gotta get that luck <laughs> Gotta get that luck out of someone yeah, that's here. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just a little mental thing that I do. <laughs> for um, yourself Yeah it's for me It's more Do for you me. make eye contact Or just like a peace sign Or something <laughs> <when you? laughs> So Josh I'm wondering Does that Does that wishing of good luck Does that Do you not wish people Good luck in general Does that extend To other situations Christian What would you want Someone to wish you Good luck for Everything Everything <laughs> Yep Why, but Okay Good luck with a new case. job Yep uh, Yeah Go for, go for that for God sure. he's so cutthroat That, that just made okay. it in Didn't it Yeah but like why can't I, my good lucks have value? If you're just handing out good luck willy-nilly, it means nothing, okay? If, if I'm wishing you good luck, you know, oh, jeez, Porter means it. Yeah, no. no, no, no. Sorry, Dion. I do. If I was to get that from Josh, it would really resonate with me. <laughs> See? But Thank you so much. But you're not to know that. How do, you have, how do you know Josh has such a high good luck threshold? Because he doesn't give them to me. I crave them. <laughs> you're, like, you're like a disapproving dad. <laughs> yeah. Your kids are going to resent you. You'll do some like amazing gymnastic dive or flip and look to me and I go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same with a lot of stuff. It's the same with eating food and your recognition of that food is not like there's, you don't like recognizing things. <laughs> you don't recognize. Or maybe things. it's just, I'm, I'm quite frugal with my approval. <laughs> and so when and it, when it comes, when it, approval. <laughs> when it comes, it comes strong. It's good. <laughs> Back to supplements for a moment. I realized that 
if there was a way that I could tell they were really working effectively, yep. I would probably be more likely to take them. So, like, if there was, <laughs> I thought about this, I was like, if there was, like, a video game thing where it was like, if I had this thing, I had a timer that went, like, for the next six hours, you're going to have this effect on you. Yeah. I would absolutely take supplements because you could really see tangible benefits. Do you have a problem with taking, like, Panadol and Ibuprofen? I don't take them, like, really? hardly at all. The only time I ever do, and I kind of have this rule about, if it's self-inflicted, I try not to do it. So, if it's like a hangover or something, yep. I'm like, no, no, you did this yourself, Josh. Play it out. The only time I will is if I've got stuff to do and I have to go and do it. So, I've got work or something. I'm like, no, I have a Panadol now. But if I'm just around the house, no, I'll leave it. I used to have the exact same mentality as you, Josh, until a very high doctor in, high in doctor. the Australian doctor scene <laughs> <laughs> uh, said to me, why would you do that? We've made the drugs for the exact purpose of getting rid of the pain. You don't need to put up with it. Stop being so macho. Is there anything, though, about your body becoming accustomed to it and not being as effective? Not with nope. Panadol and Ibuprofen. Nope. Yeah, see, I, in my brain still yeah. kind of says no, that's, that. That's what I thought as well. Yeah. But yeah, to be why, honest... That's why you took Centrum, I guess. Same sort of logic. <laughs> to be honest, I think that... I, I reason that most headaches... I will ask two questions of the person... If they have a headache, straight away, I'll say... Can I say, guess the first one? Yes. Have you drunk water? Yeah. That's the second one. Oh, and you've ruined the bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Uh, I'll, I'll ask first, how many cups of coffee have you had today? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then how many glasses of water have you had to follow that? Yep. Because if people treated their bodies like their phones and they charged them with water, <laughs> like they keep their phones charged, maybe there'd be less headaches. <laughs> I'm I'm right on water, absolutely. I'm behind you on that one. Yeah. I've started drinking a lot more water in the last, I don't know, three or four years. It's made a big difference. I had a guy at school, like in primary school, who used to have a water bottle and he, he seriously I I wondered when he was seventeen if he was still breastfeeding. Because he used to suckle on it like a, like a nipple. And he's always used to... It's always just, just used to be in and out of his mouth. Like, if he was asking the teacher a question, he'd have to remove the pump, the pump bottle from his mouth and talk, and then he'd put it straight back in. Should have invested in a camel bag. Yeah. <laughs> what a great idea. The other thing you see a lot is these studies that are like, oh, one glass of wine once a week really helps your body. And then, like, a month later... No glasses of wine is much better for you. It seems like the research is always cyclical and it keeps going round and round and round in circles of like, this is a good thing, this is a bad thing, this is a good thing, this is a bad thing. It's really hard to keep track of as well because there's so... Like I was was having a look at the oil leaf extract Christian loves and devours online and the problem is you look up olive leaf extract and it's all just the companies that produce it and the benefits and stuff. So so the the SEO of all these companies, they've recognized that if people are going to Google it, they need to come up you know, it needs to be really up the top of the page advocating for it. And the actual research that potentially tells you the benefits is not existing. No. Yeah. Yep. It's on page 14 of Google. It's what? on the o of Google. What? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The phrase o'clock is short for of the clock and comes from a time where you had to specify you weren't using a sundial. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So at Patchwork, we really enjoy hearing from you. We love getting emails from you. You can email us at welcometopatchwork at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, 
But recently, we had a friend of the podcast, Aaron Block, write into us, and he wrote the following. He said that he had some life questions and suggestions, and basically he said, I have 8,000 unread emails. I've started procrastinating and putting off other important tasks to delete them all. (laughs) And he asks, am I wasting my time? Josh, do you think Aaron is wasting his time? It's a lot of emails. That is a lot of emails. Thousand unread emails. Unbelievable. He led. I want to know at what point it got out of control. Like I'm imagining that for a long time it was maybe you know 10, 20, sitting around that. That's manageable. And then at some point it ticked over to like 50, and he just threw his hands up. Like, I'm not getting through this. And it's just rolled on for years. The only way that I can re- reason that Aaron isn't a nutcase <laughs> is that his badge notifications, the things that show on your phone, yeah. were turned off. So one day yeah. he just went to his inbox and said, Oh my God, 8,000. I really have to get this under control. Imagine if it's just covered the last week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? The odds are that there is one very important email in there yeah. that's been lost that he's missed. Really? At least one. I don't know. You don't think out of 8,000? I don't think so. I, I, when people have like 16,000 unread emails, that's just them being reckless with how often they hand out their emails to companies. <laughs> yes. What? Yes. As if people yes. are getting 16,000 personally addressed <laughs> Imagine emails. Imagine if he's got 8,000 pen pals overseas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I have a bigger issue, which is I have 63 unread emails that I need to look at, but I've got 1,690. What have I got? What do you think I've Ooh, got? Spam emails? Nope. No, 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 no. Um, Sorry, I was answering Josh like he does a <laughs> retailer. Nope. Nope. I nope. um, know uh, I have 1,690 drafts. What? what? Yeah, because I use Gmail, my drafts in Gmail, as when I want to quickly write something. I just know it's always searchable, so I just whack it in there. How many templated emails are you sending? S- 1,690. <laughs> No, they're not. Te- That's Look, absurd. You should see Christian. Christian's face. You just. Do you know look, why, you look Dion? Disgusted and uh, bewildered. Can I ask? Can I ask you a question? What type of phone do you use? An iPhone. Is there an application <laughs> called Notes on that? <laughs> but Notes is shit. It does. No, it's not. It is. It notes is serve, shit. No, it'll serve the purpose for what you want, which is to quickly access an application to write small notes down. It doesn't have the search functionality that Google does. So, can you give me an example of, say, a few of these templates yep. that you're using so frequently that you the, need to keep 1,600 te- of them? They're not templates. It's seriously like my notes. It's like a notes app. So, you're me. not even sending them. You're not even copying them nah. and sending them. You're using it wrong. You're no. using it absolutely wrong. Yeah. No, I'm not. Absolutely. Yes, you are. How many drafts do you have? Zero. Really? I've got like three. One of them is my bank account details. So Makes my- sense because I send that, that to a lot of people. Get rid of it. Send it to a lot of people. Get rid of it. No. Save it somewhere else. Not in your it email address. It is in Google Keep as well, but I have it in email address because it goes in my email I a would lot. love to hear from listeners if they use the... Please. No. If you use the drafts thing in Gmail like so, I do. You are so far out of the limb for this one, uh, mate. There needs to be... Google needs to enact a law which says... <laughs> That after seven years, that Google's Google needs to be like an accountant. <laughs> after seven years, they're allowed to delete your emails. Do you yeah. know what the problem is with Aaron and myself? It's the point of no return. We're screwed. That's what I think. You, it just needs to be go to the start of the year. So swing back to January and just delete everything before that and Can't go through from there. Can't do it. It's like clean, it's like cleaning up your family home. You recently did that, Josh. How hard is it chucking stuff out? Oh, Especially stuff that doesn't take up space. All it does is add an extra number. 
Then select all and do Marcus Red and start from there if you want to keep them. Can't do it. Do you, do you know what... I've got no idea who Marcus Red is either. <laughs> do you know what annoys me the most about a, a Google inbox is that Google, in their infinite wisdom, have offered so much storage space for emails that it's foreseeable that none of us will ever need to clear our inbox out for our entire lives. Yeah. So there will be inboxes of people who have passed away just lingering there for all of eternity, full. Do you know what, Christian? I can understand your frustration with me because I saw your work email. It is so enviably organized. It's just yep. amazing. And I yep. actually want to sit down with you yep. and learn how to be organized because I'm naturally so I, I disorganized. Like, I feel like I want to make a welcome to patchwork tutorial and put it on YouTube for how to organize your inbox. It's because stunning. Why is it so organized? And I have no shame in saying colors, labels, folders. Some emails will be so <laughs> names. Will, will have three labels attached to them. It's important that you're able to clearly identify particular emails belonging to particular groups of people having mm. folders to organize them in and making sure that your emails are clean. Is there yeah. such thing as like... Don't archive them, Josh. No. You don't understand. No, I'm not getting angry. Relax. <laughs> I am. Very Relax. quickly. No, no. Relax. So I label, but I also archive, mate. Sure. What I'm trying to say is the relief I feel from hitting delete and never having to worry about that email again is is superb. No, archive gives you that exact same feeling, but the extra feeling that no. should I have made a mistake here, I can still search for it. No, yeah. that's and it's still going to come up you're when I hit labels. You're holding to the past, Josh. That's a hoarder. That's you're hoarding. Not a hoarder. Yes, your archive folder is like your storage space. <laughs> are you a hoarder, Josh? No. Yes, you are. You're a, you're an e-hoarder. <laughs> mm. A while ago, the place I was working at switched from um, Office three six five to Google. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I had no idea, but they were all, everyone's right. switching. And everyone, the number of employees that could not understand the difference between folders and labels, it was infuriating to me. Because <laughs> yeah. I was the guy who understood how it works. Yeah. And I was like, you can do that. I just can't drop it into... Like, no, no, no. You don't drop it into the label. You label it with the label. You reverse that process. And it's very straightforward. How frustrating is it that you were the authority on something so simple? I know. And people coming up to you, oh, oh ask Josh. He can help you out yeah. with that. And it's like, no, no, no. Just work it out yourself like I did. But Christian, in terms of that organization of email as well, you're amazing at like formatting documents and formatting like folders on shared drives. I'm, yep. I, and I don't know, you have such an ordered brain. I'm so jealous of that. I think what it is is that we just have different threshold for aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, when I see something that is not uh, organized correctly in a document, I can't move on. I yeah. can't go on with that. And I think that that actually works to my detriment a lot of the time. No, I would. I, if 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 I was to go one way, it would be being super organized and super obsessed with I, this, with I, that I, stuff. I try and get my dad onto this stuff, and he like you give him. We downloading a photo, whatever you show him. He's like, where should I save it? And my answer, time and time again, is wherever makes sense for you. Whatever file system you want that makes sense for you, that's what you should do. Don't let me do it because when I look for something, my brain has organized it in the way that goes, it makes sense for this to be in patchwork, into this thing, into this thing, into this thing. Yep. So, Dad, whatever makes sense to you. He's like, what do you think? No, think about yourself. Yeah. I don't have to do anything to do with it. Talking about work emails though, I do remember, I just looked it up. I got this work email a while ago that I found quite funny. It was sent um, company-wide <laughs> and I think you guys will uh, quite enjoy the content of this email. Mm. Um, hi, team. The paper Hi team, <laughs> isn't this their Roy Boss challenge? <laughs> <laughs> the paper recycling bin in the print room is not for throwing out old keyboards. <laughs> it is for paper. <laughs> Can't believe I even have to email about this. <laughs> 
Those work signs, sometimes you see work signs and they're like, there's some the people are so aggression. passive aggressive yeah. about it. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious. That's very So good. what was the thought process? Someone looked in, they thought, oh, probably made from paper. <laughs> Put this keyboard in. It'd be so easy to attribute blame. Uh, it's the one person without a keyboard. But that's you- it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the person who it was knows exactly who it was. And they're like, oh yeah, I thought a bin's a bin's a bin. Someone using a virtual keyboard with a mouse on screen. <laughs> um, Dion, I-, I really enjoyed laughing at that. But God, I really want to rewind about... 15 seconds now where Josh said a bin's a bin's a bin <laughs> and we all just glanced over it oh, I can't I wait to it. listen back to that I didn't even hear it a bin's a bin's a bin <laughs> that's what he thought <laughs> keyboard paper what's the difference Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. It has been three patches since my last confession. What are your sins, my son? Father, I I ran out of room in the fridge and put my food on my housemate's shelf. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> my fresh young lamb. <laughs> oh, you stupid idiot. <laughs> Have you never lived with other housemates before? I've been living there for three years, Father. And has this housemate also been living there for three years? Two. So they're well aware of the rules of the fridge? Well, yes, Father, but you see, every now and again, he stocks the freezer too full and I can't fit anything in the freezer, so I feel it's only right that I should be able to take some of his space on the shelf. But the freezer is communal ground. (laughs) You're right, it is undisputed territory. (laughs) However... On the shelves, it's very clearly defined. It is, my son. In the in the chapel's fridge, we have one level for the holy bread and one for the holy wine. So, do you have a lot of holy wine, dear father? I have a little bit on a Friday night. <laughs> bit of late night mass, father. <laughs> this is this is your confession. <laughs> I'm sorry, father. I'm sorry. Tell me, my son, have you made a, a monopoly out of any other shelves in your house or is it restrained to the fridge? There's only been a rare occasion that my Cocoa Pops have ventured to another shelf in the pantry. So you're a serial offender? <laughs> how could I resist, Father? It was two for $10. I bought 12 packets. And how could I resist that pun, my son? <laughs> in fact... The only penance I'm going to give to you is to buy my CD out the front. The CD you'll see is titled Padre Pun. The best of. Okay, Father. Now fuck off. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you. Excuse me, sorry. Sorry. Oh, hello. Hello, child. Hi, my name's Timmy. Well, Timmy, it's good to have you here in confession. Is this your first confession? Oh, I don't know. Mum just told me to come here and I just I just came here. I don't know what I'm doing. What is this bloody wooden house I'm in? This is bullshit. My son, you're in the confessional booth. Yeah, it looks like a bloody Christian treehouse. Now watch your mouth, young boy. What is your name? That's Timmy. Timmy, is that your God-given name? Uh, 
don't know if God gave it to me. I think Mum did. But she was in a really bad mood on that day, so... I can tell. Yeah, she's in a shock of this morning as well. I don't know why. Well... Obviously, you must have an idea. What is your confession today, young oh, Timmy? I don't really want to go into it. It's it's not really... I don't really feel comfortable well, talking ha- about it. How will I absolve you of your sins? Well, I don't, I don't really know what that means. It means I'm going to lay my hands on you and remove the sin from within. Oh, it sounds pretty typical of what happens in a church. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I guess I was at school and I got caught doing something I shouldn't do. Don't worry about it, it's fine. Well, of course I worry about it. I worry about all my stray lambs. (laughs) Well, I guess I was in the bleachers. I go to an American school. (laughs) I was in the bleachers and I was just hanging out with some people. And like a puff of a cigarette. A cigarette? Yeah, and I got in trouble. I got sent home. And mum's little rat bag. <laughs> she wrapped, wrapped her knuckles around my face. It's quite interesting, actually. I don't know how you wrap knuckles around a face. but. So, Timmy, was it just a puff? And is this the first time? Yeah, Tell me. it was just a puff. I mean, I smoke a packet a week, but, <laughs> but, but on the other occasion, it's just a puff. And do you think it makes you look cool? Oh, I don't know. Like... I guess I look pretty cool now. Well, um, well, you know what's cool, Timmy? What's cool? Jesus is cool. <laughs> what? Did he smoke? What does he smoke? What does he smoke? He uh, looks like he smokes. You know what else is cool? What else? Asking for forgiveness is cool. <laughs> so, so I should ask for forgiveness then. Respecting your mother and father is cool. But, but you know what else is cool, Timmy? What's that? Studying and getting good grades. That's not cool. That's bullshit. Now you're going to be a good little boy and stop smoking? As long as I can smoke while I'm studying. But you promise to get good grades? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Then puff away, my son. (laughs) Oh, it sounds pretty good. Actually, I want to get out of this place. I need a bloody (laughs) smoko. Be good, my son. Thanks, mate. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really, really good? You know what's really, really good? Realising how much cheaper it is to pickle your own vegetables. <laughs> Learning how to pickle your own vegetables. And then consuming your pickled vegetables. And then telling everybody that you pickle your own vegetables. <laughs> really, good. really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? The last two minutes of any extreme makeover show. <laughs> really, really, good. really good. Really, really good. good. Do you know what's really good? When you take a football out of the cupboard and it's pumped up ready for use. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. Yes. Uh, we love hearing your really good, so make sure that you jump onto our Facebook page when we have our really good Fridays. We'll make sure to read out your really goods if you post them. Do you know what Andrew Tortino thinks is really good? A cool change. Mm. Ooh, really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what Aaron Block thinks is really good? When you drop your phone and the screen smashes, but the damage is absorbed entirely by your tempered glass screen really protector. Good. Really, really good. good. Really good. 
And you know what Daniel Reutemann thinks is really good? When you find out that someone you hated in high school has begun to bald badly. <laughs> really, <laughs> really good. Really, really good. Really, really good. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. Uh, a reminder that we have a Patreon page. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork, uh, you can help us out. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, my patch this week was me playing men's netball for Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, what was your patch this week? My patch for this week was the Holy Father, Jesus Christ, resurrected after three days to find he has 8,000 unread emails. (laughs) (laughs) And Dion, what was your patch for this week? In my patch this week, I have Timmy in an ad commercial for Centrum smoking an organic cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 going and getting some more this afternoon. Are you saying I shouldn't? I feel pretty bad. Bad.